Welcome back to Mishnah Bayom at Home with Gabi and Kayla Krause. We are up to Mesechat Shkalim, Perik Dalid, Mishnah Zayin. We're doing Tractate Shkalim, and we're in the seventh Mishnah of the fourth chapter. This Mishnah continues to explain what you do with possessions that were sanctified for the temple, but they did not specify what they were being donated for. Okay. So somebody, um, somebody is sanctifying their possessions, and among them are um, animals that are suitable to be brought up on the altar as a sacrifice, males and females. Okay, let's explain this inside. Okay, so if someone, you know, they, they didn't specify what it's for. Maybe it's for the Bedeka right? The, you know, the maintenance and upkeep of the temple. Or maybe it's as, uh, you know, for the altar, they, but they didn't specify, okay? And they have animals that are, what does it mean? It's suitable for the altar. It means that they are tmimot. They don't have any blemishes. Okay? So this is what they should do. Rabbi Eliezer, Dorish Minapsukim, Kiesh Lemod, Shabal Habait, Miskavin, Lakdish et Konechasal Vedekabait, Avapishesh Ben Royim, the Korban. So what Rabbi Eliezer is about to say in the Mishnah is that, um, he understands from Sukim that you you basically you estimate you can you can assume. Uh, assume thank you assume that the owner had the intention to sanctify all of his possessions for the maintenance of the house for the bedekabait even though that he had animals among them that could bring from korban up but it's all to, for bedekabait that's what you can assume. Lefaneno efo hektesh bedekabait Okay, so we have here that um, if among, you know, you have an animal here that could be korban, and it's hektesh because you did get it for the bedekabait, but then you want to use it for korban. In order to do that, you got to do this whole, you know, thing, a whole transaction of first taking away the holiness by making it holy and making it not unholy, and then redeeming it so that it can be used for a korban. Okay. Rabbi Yezir Omer, Zcharim yimachru l'tzorchei olod, unikevot yimachru l'tzorchei zivchei shlamim, udmehen yiplu yimshar nechasim levedek habayat. Rabbi Yezir Omer, so Rabbi Elazar says that, first of all, we're separating the cases into male animals and female animals because there are different sacrifices that are meant for male animals and different sacrifices that are meant for female animals. So the male animals... Um, 
would be sold um, to individuals that want to bring a individual sacrifice, which is called a karban ola. Um, this was a sacrifice that individuals could bring uh, uh, voluntarily, um, and they can only come from male animals. Um, so that's what they would be sold to. They would be sold to individuals who want to bring this type of korban. And the female animals um, would be brought, um, uh, would be sold to those who want to bring a korban shlamim that are also, um, similarly to what we said before, the shlamim is brought from uh, female animals. Um, so, right, exactly. So the, the male animals sold to people that want to bring a korban Allah, female animals to those who want to bring a korban shlamim. Mm -hmm. um, and there are differences between the two of them. Uh, you want to just give just a quick... One on one foot, an Allah offering is a burnt offering. It gets, uh, like the word Allah is to go up. It completely gets consumed and goes up in, in fire. Um, and um, and no one eats from it. And a shlamim, it has the word, you may recognize, shalom in it. It's a peace offering. And what's beautiful about the shlamim is that um, everyone enjoys the uh, Islamim. Some of some of the innards are burnt out of the altar. Some the priests, the Kohanim, eat, and some the owners eat. Okay, from the meat. Uh, from the meat. Okay. So now you've sold right. You got this stuff from Hekdesh, and then you got these animals, and then you sold the right to sacrifice these animals to individuals for money. So this money that you would get from this type of sale, So then they would go to the Bedek Habayit, which, like we said earlier, um, is a place where also you would have the leftover money that was sanctified, but is not um, capable for bringing a sacrifice. So it would be used for other... Um, it would be used for other um, other purposes. Habeimot alu efolamizbech viud hamamon notar beino levelekabayit. So again, the animals would be brought as a as a sacrifice to the to the altar, and um, and the money would go um, basically back into the bedekabayit. Um, so that was all Rabbi Eliezer. Okay. Rabbi Yehoshua, cholek v'doresh min ha-psukim, ki omdim et kavanat ha-makdish, shekol ha-behemot ha-reoyot ha-krava yutushu ke-korban ola, hen ha-zcharim v'hen ha-nekevot. Okay, so Rabbi Yehoshua is about to disagree because he understands from the psukim that you can assume that the intention of the makdish, the this owner who is sanctifying these animals, that um, that it all should go to the burnt offering, whether it's a male or a female. Okay, you're not gonna you know, differentiate. So, let's read inside the Mishnah. Rabbi Yoshua Omer, Zcharim Atzman Yikarvu Olot, Nekevo Yimachru Litrachei Zivchei Shlamim Viavu Bidmehan Olot. Usha'ar nechasim yiplu levedek habayit. 
Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Rabbi Yeshua says, Has harim yikrivu batzman kegorban ala. The males, you are going to bring them specifically, you know, directly up as a burnt offering. Hakarev mizcharim bilvad. Because in Ola, a burnt offering can only, they would only completely burn up the males, okay, the, for this offering. Hadakivot, so females, right? You can't directly bring up a female animal as a burnt offering. So you do it indirectly. So that you would sell to individuals who want to bring a shlamim. Okay, and with the money that you make from, from that sale, they would buy male animals for bringing up as an ola. Okay. The rest of the possessions that are not fit to be brought, they go to the maintenance of the temple. Rabbi, Next part of the Mishnah. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Ro'ani et divrei Rabbi Eliezer midivrei Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Eliezer hishva et midato, Rabbi Yoshua chilek. So now we have uh, an outsider opinion on the machloket, on the argument that we just saw between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yoshua. Um, Amar Rabbi Akiva. Divrei Rabbi Eliezer mistabrim divrei Rabbi Yoshua. I, I think that Rabbi, what Rabbi Eliezer says makes more sense. Uh, more, uh, I, more than Rabbi Yoshua's opinion. Ki Rabbi Eliezer sover shekavana achida lemakdish zeh. Because Rabbi Eliezer says that the intention um, of the person donating, sanctifying um, his things uh, to the uh, his animals to the Beit Hamikdash, um, there's a, a single unifying uh, kavana um, intention, right? Intention of this donator, and what is that? Bedekabayit. He's donating to the Bedekabayit, meaning as the Beit Hamikdash staff whatever would see fit to use it. Right? Whereas Rabbi Yoshua, his opinion is like, um, it's like split. Right? Because you're saying that this guy had in mind that when he gave these animals that some would go to the Bedekabayit, some would go to the Mizbech. Doesn't, uh, it doesn't, didn't sit well with Rabbi Akiva because the average person doesn't uh, doesn't know about all these you know fine you know uh, um, you know the finer details of the treasury of the Beit Hamikdash or something like that. They're bringing things to the Beit Hamikdash um, and they're donating it. And by the fact that they didn't specify anything, we assume that maybe they're a little more simple or they just didn't know. But they're donating it to the Beit Hamikdash, and so let's assume that they're just giving it to the more general Beit Hamikdash um, treasury. Where it's sort of like, listen, I want to donate. Uh, I don't know how. Fund. Yeah, I don't know what to specify. I don't know how to specify. You know, um, I like the work. The you're rabbi's do- fund. Is that what they call it nowadays? I don't like know. The rabbi's fund. It's like know. the rabbi dispensing. Right. Similar idea. Similar idea. Or a nonprofit that uh, that donates to other things, like you know, dollar a day, uh, something like that. You know, it's which is a really nice organization. Where it's like I, you know, I know that there are good organizations out there. I don't have the time to really look into it, 
um, and I don't really have the capabilities of really knowing and checking and, and doing all the background research, but there's an organization where people are doing that background research and finding the, you know, the best organizations out there to donate money to. And, you know, and for just a dollar a day, they will pull together everyone's money and give sizable donations to organizations that are doing really good work, you know, that aren't, you know, don't have a ton of overhead that aren't, you know, that are really doing proper things and, and doing it in the proper way, uh, really upright. And, you know, so, you know, that's an appealing thing. You know, we, we, we thought it was really appealing. So, you know, we started doing it, um, you know, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we definitely recommend it. Um, and here, and, and here, and so, org. yeah, and Rabbi Kiva is saying sort of like, you know, that's, that's sort of like the, the concept of, of donating without specifying sort of lends itself to believe that, you know, that you're giving it to a general bedekabayit kind of you know uh, situation, um, and if you really had in mind that the the male animals would go to this and the female animals would go to that, you would have said it. You would you, you know you probably would have specified that. Okay. Um, yeah. Rabbi Papias, shamati shamaktish Rabbi stam Rabbi Yoshua. Okay, so Rabbi Papia says the following: Shemati ki ifamim yesh lekayem etivrei Rabbi Eliezer. Sometimes uh, we go by Rabbi Eliezer, and sometimes lefamim etivrei Rabbi Yeshua. Sometimes like Rabbi Yeshua, if the makdish is specifies, okay, if the guy is specific and he says nechasai uvahamotai lekdish, he says my possessions and my behemoth, my animals, should be for heck, they should be holy for the temple, Mr. Bear, Karabi Eliezer. So then we can logic that it's like what Rabbi Eliezer said, Shigamit Behamotav, Hitzkavin Lakdish Levedekabait, that also his animals, he had the intention to sanctify for the Bedekabait, for the maintenance of the temple. Sharei Hivdil Bidiburo, Benechasal Levein Behamotav, Okay, because in his words, he is he is singling out the animals, right? He's not just clumping all together. He's saying, my possessions and my animals. But he's not saying that these animals should go for the altar. He's just saying, oh, it's my possessions and my animals are for hakdesh, are for holiness. Okay. If he just said a very, very stam, very general all my possessions, everything, the whole lot. That's for Hektish. Mr. Bear, Shekavanato, Rabbi Yoshua. So then we can logic that his intentions like Rabbi, what Rabbi Yoshua said. Shekol chafetz yukdash kera'oi lo. Nechasim levedekabait, behemot lamizbeach. The things that, are, that, that you're donating that aren't animals, money, spices, whatever it might be, that that would go to the bedekabait, but the behemot, the animals, they go for the korbanot. Like the original opinion of uh, Rabbi Yoshua. Okay. And let's just see here. And the halacha is like Rabbi Akiva. So the Bartanura says that we hold like Rabbi Akiva, who says um, that we hold that uh, that's like Rabbi Eliezer. Um, Rabbi Eliezer's opinion um, that, um, yeah, that. When people give, they give to the Bedeka and therefore, um, 
you know, it's that we'll use it in the most logical way. We'll use these animals in the most logical way. The male animals will go for the male offerings, female animals for the female offerings. And, um, yeah. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Mishnah Yomi. Mishnah